Hello family, friends, fans and fellow adventurers, and welcome back to the Practical Heroes flagship campaign, Immortals, set in the entirely homebrew world of Eroth. Last time, the party embarked on their downtime and began to engage in research normally considered heretical. Fortunately, they were provided a safe space by Axiel in the form of his Mordenkainen's private sanctum, hidden in a secret area of his wizard's tower. With his help and some minor assistance from Honor, also known as Fuiro, Merry and Ethan were able to begin to piece together the puzzle surrounding the Immortals and their origins and their possible locations as well as possible methods of engaging them in fights and defeating them. Of course, during this time, Mary also assembled the crew for the hummingbird that has now been fixed. Ethan got his revenge on Slicer and became the new champion of the fighting ring. And Yuri, roughly halfway through the downtime, disembarked for Wildthorn being teleported by Axiel so he could undertake some research of his own. Gunnark, in the meantime, trained with Merry and Ethan, and did a lot of solo research, focusing less on the Immortals themselves, and more on learning about the world of Eroth as a whole, finding out some of the things he'd been missing living underground all these years. And when we left off, the research was finishing and the party were making ready to leave for Wildthorn to meet back up with Yuri, so all that's left is to meet the crew. Oh god, the crew. So, in that case, after some time, um, word has reached Mary quite some time ago that the ship has finished being repaired, and I think she's kept this a little on the down low to herself while she finishes recruiting. Um, but the ship is all ready for you guys to go, and the crew are ready and waiting for Mary's command. You have been provided a captain from mm -hmm. Promethea, who was kind of like a second in command on board, was very impressed with you guys. And with the captain of Promethea's permission, he took leave in order to make sure you guys didn't crash, burn, and die. Because you seem to be doing some important things. So. Yeah. As... You make your way back up to the skyline. Slowly but surely, the sound of the buzzing of the hummingbird's wings reaches your ears. Mm -hmm. And as the shape of your airship slowly crests into view, Lindsay, take it away as I switch to this <laughs> specifically requested track. As your ragtag crew come into view and the airship slowly rises up, all right. So approaching is a group of people. They are ready to get on the, the ship. Uh, a lot of kobolds, and the kobolds are singing as kobolds do. Uh, and when kobolds sing, it sounds a lot like what we know of as uh, kazoos, strangely. <laughs> Leading this charge of people is a tall Lokatha male, which is a, a sort of fish race. He has a fishbowl on his head so that he can breathe. On top of this fishbowl, of course, is his captain's hat, so that you know for sure that he is the captain. 
he greets you with a, Arr, we're ready to go. Uh, <laughs> next to him is ever loyal, ever awesome, Eak Eak reporting for duty. He is our engineer. Uh, as uh, you will recall, Eak Eak will accept shinies, miscellaneous junk, and trinkets of all sorts rather than payment. Uh, behind them is a rather tall bugbear with, of course, those <laughs> famously long bugbear arms. Uh, his name is Morfan. He is our cook. <laughs> and as he will tell you later on, he feels like his cooking is Morfan good enough for most folks. <laughs> there is also a Loxodon carrying his carpentry gear. His name is Logston. There is a very petite little gray tabby tabaxi. Uh, her name is Poe, and she is our rigger. There is a red-headed bearded dwarf that is singing along with the kobolds. He has a guitar on his back. And this is our master at arms. There is Claude, a long-haired half-orc, also with them, who is our quartermaster. There is a average size or height appearing to be human male, but you can kind of see his silvery hair. It glistens a little bit. Uh, he's actually an Asimar. He'll tell you about that. He's our bosun. So <laughs> top deck stuff, that's your guy. And then behind them all, standing well over six foot five, lots of muscles, wearing uh, a tank top that's too small, is Hans, our director of activities. And then, of course, surrounding them are all of the other kobolds who make up the the uh, deck, the, the swabs, and the, the general workers. But that is our crew. Deck hands. Welcome. Of, of, of all the races to do this, I do feel like kobolds are probably responsible for creating the kazoo. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, they don't actually have kazoos. That's just like the sound of their like their the the um. The lizard sounds when they like, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's actually they're singing. So uh, Mary stands at the, at the top of the gangplank and cloak of billowing. Yeah, it's going. Um, and she presents Captain, who I have not said his name yet, Captain Coy Lacroix to <laughs> the rest of the party. Welcome aboard, Captain. Hey. We are ready to set sail. <laughs> yeah. Every now and again, just deep inhales of water. I look over at, at Ethan and just like... <laughs> yeah. Big side. <laughs> the same exact thing. Like, uh, what did we just voice, walk into? You left her in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured the cold, the kobolds just like lips just out puckered, and they're just mm -hmm. oh, yeah. making that noise. It's almost yeah, like they're full of whistles. The famous kobold throat singing. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it is. Nice. <laughs> oh man. And then I guess so, the captain will give the orders for everyone to take their positions, and we can. Absolutely. You slide out. <laughs> you make your way over to Wildthorn. Could we get the list of those names? Yep. Awesome, mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll post and it. we switch to the session that I have actually planned. I had most of the names, but I missed like two. 
as we get ready to start chapter three, A Heresy of the Highest Order. As you have made your way now, you're disembarking the airship as deep in the jungles and forests of Faltis lies a valley in the heart of the continent, surrounded by the mysterious black-thorned plants which play to its name, Wildthorn, the city of flowers, the home of revelry, the central hub of Faltis, and home to the Wildthorn Minotaur clan. And as the burning oranges and deep ambers begin to give way to the velvety purples of Faltesian night, the Midsummer Festival is in full swing. People of all shapes, sizes, ages, races, and gender identities have gathered for the yearly event, with the large courtyard at the centre of town filled with long buffet tables of delectable dishes from Faltesian classic skewers of fresh cooked meats and colourful vegetables, long trays of fresh hunted beasts, platters of freshly harvested fruits and vegetables, bubbling stew pots of community hot pots and rows and rows of fresh coconuts with the tops cut off. And most importantly, a rare treat for Faltese, imported edgecrop popcorn with big warm bowls of fresh churned and melted butter or sugary syrups to top with. Somewhat even more noticeable than the food tables are the large brightly coloured tables and benches set in row after row, hosting all manner of eating competitions, drinking competitions, and various other games. All around, lanterns hang with decorated paper shades, casting long shadows and shapes of hunting minotaur, sneaking tabaxi, lizard folk crafting many of the traits which gave birth to the rise of Wildthorn, all suspended from long lines of rope, building to building, their flames maintained by ever-vigilant kobolds scurrying across rooftops and clambering across the ropes themselves, some to ensure the party vibes continue to flow, some simply to navigate the courtyard easier than running through everyone's legs. <laughs> At each corner of the square courtyard lies a bandstand with variety of revelry bards playing jovial Faltesian tunes with sparkly, scantily clad dancers and performers moving in time with the music, and all manner of ribbon-twirling, spinning fire, minor magic illusions, tap-dancing satyrs, all manner of amusing and enthralling displays. Woven between the tables and bandstands are various stalls and booths sporting various druids and naturists, both freely giving and selling various festive wares. So, as you all rejoin in Faltese, what is everyone doing? You guys probably, as you're, you notice you haven't seen Yuri like that first day. Um, and then when you guys go to the festival, probably like the second day is when you'll, you see Yuri looking a little different. Uh, you see him not in his normal trench coat and chainmail shirt. Uh, he... Still has his kilt on, but you notice now he's wearing a very, like a shirt made out of bones, basically. Uh, and you see, you know, it goes onto his chest too. Uh, and that's like it on top of the kilt. So you can see now his, you know, his scar from the night in the black, uh, 
knight in black fight on his side, and you can just see Yuri in general as he's like about to set down for a drinking competition, but sees you guys. That are you guys, Otter? I didn't even realize you got here. Yeah, we got here yesterday. We've been getting the lay of the land, and was it worth it though? Like, right? Look at this. This is definitely one hell of a festival. I've never seen this. Yeah, before. it's really cool. I'm in the most touristy, like huge, <laughs> like big hat and like whatever necklaces were just being. Says I hot wild. Yeah, form. just like super <laughs> cheesy. I've got a huge drink of some like with a umbrella in it, like <laughs> enormous, like absolutely absurd cup. <laughs> If you if you didn't want an alcoholic one, it's just even if it was or wasn't, it'll basically be the same with or without alcohol. Just a blend of all kinds of crazy fruits. Gunnock has never even seen or heard about. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, Gunnock, when, when did you get that? Oh, I uh, walked by some dude just like handed it to me. Oh, well, it looks good. It looks good. You can see there are like satyrs posted around with just armfuls of these giant cup things. <laughs> uh, definitely a lot to take in. Do you want to try a sip? I mean, it's really good. Ethan, did you like that drink we got the more golf back before we fought? Uh, you talking about the death one? Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I, uh, I took a sip, but I think I gave the rest to you. But did you like it though? That sip right. did you like? It was alright. I mean, this is better. What Gunnark has is so much better. I trust me. It's sweeter. It goes down smooth. I mean, today's a celebration. Why not? Exactly. Live on the wild side. Uh, also, for you guys, I want to talk to you. So we've been through a lot, right? Um, I want to get something with each of you guys to commemorate that. If uh, like each, like one, you got me the crown guns, and that was just, oh my, like I'm gonna cry if I talk about it again. Like you can ask my mom when you meet her, oh, I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. Mary, you're gonna love her. Okay. She's gonna be awesome. Uh, but, so you see over there, and I point kind of over to my shoulder, and you see a booth that says uh, tattoos, basically. Heck yeah. Look, I know. One of many. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, I know a guy over at one of these booths. He's, he's actually kind of a pretty cool military guy, he's, and you see me pointing, he's got like a blue, long, shaggy, like shoulder-length hair, one, like both of the horns like point down, and he's just tatted up. Uh, look, my boy Blue over here, he's offered to, I don't know if give us a discount or not, but he's gonna give us some small tattoos. You know, like, Mary, I want, like I have a design for each of you guys, for me and you to get and, like, I think it'd be really cool. Obviously, it's your body, your choice. If you don't want the ink, you just say so. That sounds fun to me. I also want to get, like, like apples and bananas on my knuckles. <laughs> oh, well, I'd be I this love hand. it. Sorry. <laughs> apples and Why not? Why don't you put one on each? Because, well, this one's metal. I don't know. I guess I Oh, right. I forget. I forget you have it. They could engrave it. Okay. So maybe but we probably have to go we'll to a blacksmith for that, maybe? Like actual little bananas, not the word. And then yeah. on, on my flesh hand, we'll do little apples. Heck yeah, no, totally down. Let's, so like let's go talk to Blue. But more, you know. Yeah, I like it. I love it. Uh, at this point, you see now, actually, 
you guys notice too, now that Yuri's closer to you guys, that he has a new tattoo on his arm. Uh, I'll let Mitch describe kind of what the symbol looks like. So yeah, it would be, for this one, we're in midsummer, so it would be a nice, it's, it's a very similar design each year with minor alterations. Um, and this one is a lot more simple than previous years. It's like the kind of, you know when you draw a sun as like the circle and then the line rays? Mm -hmm. It's the circle that is quite noticeably a sun from how it's shaded and colored in. And the lines that would be the light rays are vines slowly wrapping around the sun with small blackthorn flowers interwoven throughout. And you see that on Yuri's arm, upper arm. Uh, but my boy Blue Hook is up his super right hand that he'll love it. Uh, and then Yuri will take the time real quick to describe the idea designs. And for Mary, the one he wants to give with Mary is a fine armband with a little spider hanging down from it. I like it. And then, uh, Ethan, what Yuri wants to get with you is a, uh, it's going to be two swords crossed under a mountain silhouette with like a simple fine frame. Because Ethan and Yuri are famous for crossing swords. <laughs> no, I, uh, I appreciate it. But, um, the only downfall is that um, because of my abilities of my race, uh, the tattoo won't really stay, so I might have to just actually get maybe... I mean, does your friend do carvings? I mean, I wouldn't mind maybe just turning it into a scar. I'd, I'd say it would... Stay. Yeah, I think, you know, they have totally... Tattoos like, are kind they... of like scarring. Alright, that's true, you're right. Like, I, I feel like if he if Ethan changed into something else, he could cover up the tattoo mm -hmm. or reveal it, but when he reverts back to Ethan... Alright. It'd be there. Yeah. All right. And it's like an innate thing. He doesn't need to put much thought right, into right. it, so it would. Mm -hmm. And then he'll go up to Guns and be like, "Guns, I have, I have a few ideas, but nothing like really jumped out at me for the design. Like, I, honestly, I really want your input." Hmm. Let me think about that for a bit, and I'll uh, get back to you about that. Yeah, I mean, the he'll, boy, my boy Blue will be here for days. He's he's here from start to finish of the festival. Then, uh, also, I've got some little interesting research. I don't know. He'll kind of, like, whisper it now that, like, uh, but we'll talk about that probably in my mom's workshop. I think we'd probably be the safest place. But we can go there after. Like, tonight, we'll, we'll go there tonight and discuss and catch up. Okay. Um, I think as probably the one who's paying the most half attention to this whilst also looking around at everything exciting going on. Mary, with your passive perception, weaving in and out of the tables where you can see the drinking competitions and everything going on, you are about 90% sure you caught a glimpse of Booker taking bets at competition <laughs> tables. He has got to be one of the divine. Or one of the immortal. Maybe Avarice. We should. It's Avarice. We should get him, guys. Booker's Avarice. Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you talking about? Booker's here. How is he here? He's here. He's taking bets, and I think maybe I'm everywhere. he's everywhere. See, Hi. He, yeah, Avarice. I heard my <laughs> name. Hi, Booker. 
You're looking to place some bets. On what? What are you betting on? Oh, you're wasting my time. Just heads back to the, uh, the, the uh, book cover. When when does the uh, the combination drinking and eating contest begin? Pulls out a small pocket watch. You got two hours. Who who's the favorite to win this year? Your mother. Turns and walks. Rude. <laughs> Guys, trust I'm me. Being serious. Oh, okay. <laughs> trust me. Put the money, if we want, like it's a sure thing, so the payout won't be really good, but if we want to earn a little, bet on, bet on my mom. I promise you will not be disappointed. She's like a master. It's, it's like seeing a master at the work, like of arc, when her, when she wins these things. This conversation's all too familiar. <laughs> I don't normally make your mom jokes, but you know, his mother is you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was a your mama joke. <laughs> Leaves. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Tell you guys he's avarice. We're making a mistake not taking him out now. All I'm saying is, if she was any bigger, she'd be another continent. <laughs> Leave again. <laughs> See? Right, no, but if Booker is avarice, <laughs> here's the problem, right? That we have, we don't know how to actually do anything, and uh, if we engage Booker in some sort of combat scenario in a crowded square at a festival, it's probably not going to go well for most people, especially oh, yeah, Yuri. Valid. What if we figure out the way? Like if we, either All way. What I'm saying is your mom is so fat she stood <laughs> on the scales and thought it was a phone number. I'm done. Don't you have to go take bets? <laughs> We're not placing bets right now, Booker. We'll call you when we need you. Uh, what if he likes bets, right? What if we place a bet with him about, like, that we will defeat the immortals or something? Like, I don't know, it feels like we could get him to be on our side a little bit, maybe. Like, make him bet on us to win. So he has an invested interest. I mean, Booker doesn't seem too threatening. I mean, he seems like he's for himself. So even if he is Everest, I mean... I could kill you without blinking an eye. Look, at right, uh... he's crazy. <laughs> That, that would do that would <laughs> Take him out. <laughs> I'm already inside you as a knife. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> then again, he doesn't really show any uh, any threat. So, I mean, his abilities, if he is Everest, could be anything. So just, I uh, guess we could just keep an eye on him for now. We could bet him <laughs> that he's not Everest and see which way he bets. I don't see that being if you're betting he's not, then there's only one know. other way he could bet. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, Mary does. <laughs> but what if we bet each other, and then he has to she show has to us? see how far she can push the guy. Yeah. <laughs> now, Yuri's like totally important. Mary, what if, what if me and you go up to him and tell him, look, we have a bet going on, that you are this, I say I bet you're not, she bets you are, like you got to help us here. Granted, they may not work, and he'll probably just say he's not, just to like stay undercover. But if he wants to see me lose money, which I f have a feeling he does, well, I've, just I've in case that off. triggers it, we should probably wait. Gunnar's <laughs> right, and we don't want to blow up the party the wrong way. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Gunnar, you have wandered off. There are a lot of Minotaur around, and those that do notice you give you quite strange looks that you're somewhat used to of just 
This is a skinny ass Minotaur, and he's also tall! <laughs> like, these Minotaur are tall. Your head and shoulders above most of them. So you, you do draw quite a few looks from a lot of the locals, but the Minotaur specifically are like... That is an interesting specimen of another Minotaur. <laughs> probably, they're probably looking at the hat, actually. It's probably a fucking, it's probably a hat. <laughs> they just, they love it. They wish they had yeah. the style to carry it off. Just a huge, like, <laughs> floppy straw hat or something. With holes for the holes. Oh, yeah. You, you, does Mary and Ethan and Yuri get their tattoos now, or do we wait a little bit? I, I could see him taking the two-hour time, but... I can do it now. Yeah. Now it's good. Let's do it now. Do it now. Now. <laughs> um, did you say this was a, another Sator friend, or was this a Minotaur? Minotaur. Minotaur. Cool. You, uh, you head over to the booth, to Blue, who kind of like slowly looks up. He's in the middle of tattooing someone else, very much kind of stick and poke. And as Yuri approaches, he says to him, Careful, don't scar him too bad, you, you just hack. I'm just joking with him. The head, like, slowly turns to look at you with the... your little shit eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and just... Have I ever scarred you? Didn't uh. think so. <laughs> Everybody gets turns lucky. back at you. <laughs> um, give me... Give me a minute, I'm finishing this one up. Come on. And like, you can see how you didn't notice before. A female Minotaur sat in the seat getting her midsummer uh, tattoo done. And it's, it's interesting that you didn't quite realize it was her, given she is the one who told you about Blue in the first place. As Toma sits <laughs> in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, uh... He kind of like slowly turns and looks at you, Yuri, and just... I mean, he's pretty good. Oh shit, hi mom! Uh, and what you guys see is a average size, average height uh, female mentor, but she is jacked. Like, huge arms. Like, she is ripped. Um, so, guys, uh, this is my mom. Uh... Homa, uh, uh, mom. Wait, wait, no, 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 wait. Points at Mary and goes, eight foot minotaur, so you're gone, Ark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Points at Ethan. No, that's Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> and then just traces a finger through the crowd. And the tiny halfling, definitely, definitely Mary, right? The one with the bow. Uh, I see the bow on, his, on her back, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, you got those it. Those are the ones. Yep, yeah, you got it. Uh, and everyone, this is... <laughs> I'm surprised you're getting a tattoo before the, the eating competition, Mom. The pain helps me think. I know. But yeah, I already told him, like, we need to bet on you. Because you're the you favorite. absolutely should bet on me. <laughs> I absolutely will, ma'am. Yeah, I'm the bionic minotaur, and she lifts up, and you can see one of her arms, the one that's not being tattooed, is Arcano Mechanical. Hey, arms <laughs> are oh, You got one too! Yeah! <laughs> I made mine myself. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, can you do engravings? I was thinking about getting some bananas on this. Can you do that? 
I could do that. Heck yeah! Sure. You you notice too her her bion- uh, mechanical arm is actually all engraved up and stuff with different bions and whatnot. Cool. Well, it's very nice to meet you. I can see where Yuri gets his strength. Who are you kidding? Yuri's weak as shit. I like your mom. <laughs> but thank you. It's very nice to meet you too. And I'm sure Ganark will make his way over here shortly. He's clearly enjoying the festival. I don't know what that is, but I like noodles. Could I have some? What is that? <laughs> Just me. Fire noodle. <laughs> Sounds good. To, I'll try it. Fuck it. <laughs> it is the single spiciest thing you have ever eaten oh, in your man. entire life. <laughs> we get them from Doblis. <laughs> and she just... Yeah, she just... You know, it is a pleasure to finally meet all of you. Yuri has told me a lot about you. I had, I mean, I had the letters, but seeing it on his face as well when he was here for a little bit before you arrived... I can tell you're all very good friends. You wouldn't believe half the stuff we've been through already. I almost didn't until I saw the scar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's become a good friend of ours. Letters! They can lie. Scars. They don't lie. Did... uh, Is your workshop closed for the rest of the day? Yeah, like, you're probably enjoying the festival, right? I mean... You have a, if you want to use the workshop for anything, you can go to the workshop. Well, I wanted to make sure it wasn't open and bothering the customers and all that stuff. No, 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 no. If I'm not there and Oleg's not there, no customers in the shop. Cool, cool, cool. How, uh, perfect. Because uh, we'll probably want to use the terminal for a while, so I just wanted to make sure. That's cool. Just kind of leans back in the chair that just creaks dramatically. <laughs> and Blue's like, I don't, I don't. The chair doesn't snap in half from her leaning on it. <laughs> well, while uh, while Ethan's waiting for the um, the chair to get tatted up, he walks over to Gunark with the drink in his hands, drinking that strong drink that Yuri <laughs> gave him. Um, heads over to Gunark. Hey, uh, Gunark. Yeah, I was uh, I was thinking about the tattoo idea that Yuri's was. You know, giving you the opinion to do yourself. Yuri is idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let me know what you think. I was thinking, you have almost like a silhouette of yourself looking into the distance, right? And then you have just the open field. You see the sun, the sky, the scenery around you. Your shadow is behind you underground. And you have a tombstone representing that you are no longer bound by your old ways, that you are now free. I like it. Uh, yeah. I like that. I mean, figured, you know, you're on a whole new path, no longer enslaved by your old life, so you can be free to be you. Thanks. I appreciate that. Not a problem. I like yours, though, so it's pretty cool. Just add it to my arsenal. Yeah, don't try not to throw those at people because that <laughs> probably skin. implies some terrible misfortune has <laughs> befallen you. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, no, that's probably not gonna happen. He takes a drink. All right, all done. And Toma stands up. Sweet. What do you think? Flexes. <laughs> Looks great as always. I know. <laughs> uh, right, you get yours, 
I need to talk to her, and like swivels to look at Mary. Hey! You sound- I mean, I'm talking to you later, points at Ethan. Yeah, yeah. But you intrigue me. <laughs> Die. She, she's really only cool. only good things about all of you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about you a so, lot, too. Good. That is very nice of you, Yuri, and pats him on the uh, head. And, You're and every so time kind we... to your mother. <laughs> and, and when we oh. meet new people that like build stuff, he's always like, hey, my mom. And then you like show, and he's always asking, you know, if they know your That's stuff. Right. Yeah. He's very proud of you. Well, oh, hey, mom, by the way, did you finish up uh, that stuff you said you were making for me? Yes. I'll, I'll, uh, I, uh, it's probably at the workshop, the, right? The belt is always around her, like <laughs> multiple pouches. Um, and I mean, Mary is probably at a level to be able to see everything hanging off the belt, and it's like various blacksmithing tools, with the exception of the only thing that's missing is like a proper blacksmith's hammer. Mm -hmm. um, and there's just kind of various like chisels, wrenches, pliers to hold things in place. And she reaches into one of the pouches and pulls out a pair of bracelets from the look of it, one kind of bronze in color one kind of this purplish black holds them out to yuri here you go awesome thank you so i you watch yuri take off his thoughts and prayers knuckles and just kind of puts them in his pocket and he slips on the bracelets now remind me how to activate them again much more low-key uh with these though and she kind of like gets into like a fighting guard and just throws a punch throw a punch Alright, uh, Yuri will go with his left first, which will be the bronze one, and as he swings, mm -hmm. obviously not trying to hit Toma. So, yeah, so as you, as you watch as he twists and throws out his hand, the bracelet starts to kind of spin around on his wrist, not in a way that like the friction would hurt him, but it starts to spin almost, and as it does, the part that was on the bottom starts to slowly unravel into this plate that covers the back of his hand and then a set of rings slide around his fingers close in and spikes just like a few centimeters or so somewhat blunt but more studs than spikes on the ends of these knuckles with Thomas maker's mark on the back plate of the hand that is awesome and this one does it too and he goes and punches that's right I got some uh, Arcano Mechanics friends to help me out on some designs. You said you wanted something a bit more low-key and you also wanted the shield, right? Yeah, which uh, that's which one was that on the... So the bronze one then, as you twist, the knuckles kind of fold back into the bracelet and then the bracelet spirals out into a small-ish shield with an even bigger <laughs> kind of like mixture of Toma's mark with the Wild Thorn clan symbol kind of interwoven into it. Yeah, and you guys notice what the symbol is, that similar, uh, Ethan and Mary, you would saw this tattoo on, you know, on Yuri's back and the fighting fit. Pipe, fighting pit. Fighting fit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, the clan's symbol is a mentor skull with vines wrapped around the horns that have some black thorn flowers. So, Mary. Yeah? You're from Edgecroft. Yeah. Right? Okay, real talk, and she like leans in real quick. Do they really eat children over there? Oh, they do. So, I mean, that 
and like, worse. I hear so many rumors and stuff. They can't possibly all be true. Yeah, hang on. And she's going to reach into her backpack and pull out Mr. Miggles. This was my brother. <laughs> just like slowly turns and looks at Yuri, her mouth just hanging open. I mean, I told you they grew up in cabbage patches too, like... No, but halflings don't do that, Yuri. That's not how babies work. Are you sure? Like, they're, they're weird. They eat kids, remember? Yeah. Yuri, I've had three. I'm very sure I know where babies <laughs> come from. But you've had minotaurs and me. Like <laughs> you haven't had a halfling. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get tattooed now <laughs> before I get hit. And, uh, Barry's gonna, she'll, she'll hug Mr. Miggles, and probably some spiders will climb out of it for just a second, and then they'll climb back in. She goes, okay, I'm gonna put you. Uh, yeah, I know. I know, yeah. You will get to enjoy the festival too later, and then she puts him back in the backpack. She pulls out a very, very thick joint. And slowly, like shakingly, <laughs> lights it, <laughs> and just takes a very deep breath. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's very important to to behave as a child in Edgecrop. Apparently, so, I used to just give him a little slap on the horns. Yeah, no, you get cursed or eaten. I'm not sure wow. which one is actually better. Your poor baby just like hugs you. <laughs> Maria just giggle and allows the hug. <laughs> so yeah, who's getting their tattoo first? As probably uh, at this point, Gunnar yeah, and Ethan rejoin. Yuri's gone ahead and gotten uh, Mary and Ethan's uh, tattoo on him already. So you see below where he got the festival tattoo, you see the armband that has the spider on it, kind of like resting near the elbow. And then on his forearm, you see the swords mountain. Uh, guns did I'm, I'm good for right now uh, Mary or Ethan you can get next uh, guns did you figure out the design yeah I mean or I have ideas complicated you're looking to do this Ethan came up with one I, I like it but it's uh, you know it's probably gonna be big uh, so maybe we'll save that for later but uh, I was thinking Maybe a crown, some, some vines, and a then uh, maybe those vines are, you know, if you look close enough, they're kind of in the shape of, uh, of this. And I pull out the, uh, like, amulet, the labyrinthian amulet. Remind me what the amulet is. I feel like I haven't seen this. I don't know if I've shown people yet, but um, it it's just like a little circle with basically like a, a maze in the circle. Um, and I think uh, I think Ethan would know what it was or yeah, represented because you, you, we spoke about that before. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, from the fourth clay. What if? We get, I know some of the symbols there's, so obviously wild thorns bait on the thorn, the vine, so we have that. The, We're uh, very thorny over here. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, the Iron Legion, they're obviously warriors, so that's weapons. The 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 other, the third one, I forgot, uh, is 
what their kind of big thing was, was it? I've got, I've got notes. Let me see. Uh, while they're so talking, can somewhere. we say that Mary already jumped in the chair and is getting inked? Yeah. So that's okay. Absolutely. I mean, you you sit down and this minotaur is like, first tattoo. Uh, yeah. This might hurt a little. Okay? I think I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Give me your arm. Or arm, back, leg, arm, well. Uh, yeah, we're doing the, 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 the around the little band, around like Yuri's, and then nice. we're gonna get apples. And not the word. Poke. Yeah. And then that happens so it doesn't like interrupt. It. Okay. Is that is that one apple on each knuckle? Yes. Or apples in between the knuckles or both? No, on, on each knuckle. Nice. Yeah. I got you. Okay. <laughs> and just starts going to town on your arm. So the last clan is the beast clan from the from the Halidor Isles who yes. I don't know if they have like Yuri would probably just be like, oh I know what we can do. We get a simple Minotaur skull or silhouette of a Minotaur head and maybe have above, below it, you know, kind of like every position you have like below it you have some vines or like a blackthorn flower one side you have like an axe for the iron legion uh oh because we'll we'll figure it out i like the, i like your original idea with the the, the the vines looking like the thing actually i like that a lot uh the the beast clan is a minotaur skull with like claw marks through the skull basically like it's being torn open by three claws and then what what is the actual symbol for the horned legion uh it's two crossed axes with a minotaur skull above it kind of like a skull and crossbones oh here we go hear me out we get the beast clan minotaur skull two crossed axes underneath with a vine frame and the vines look like the maze thing it encompasses all four i like it all right let's do it yeah. Nice. Yeah, so Mary, I mean, it hurts, but like, you've had an arm cut off and reattached with metal. This is nothing. <laughs> this is nothing yeah. to you as he's just repeatedly stabbing into your skin. I mean, you've, you've, you've had a fair share of stabbings in your time yeah. as well. You you've been stabbed a lot, you know. You know. Uh, what, we were in Mordothak not too long ago, and they had like uh, all kinds of cool mechanisms and stuff. Like my spiders and her spiders will climb out of her hair. So like <laughs> they will just drop. <laughs> it seems like a lot of work to to do this like one poke 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 at a time. Maybe you could get someone to like make some kind of device that would like do the pokes for you, but like fast. And like you could control how fast or how, whatever. I have that, but it's nice to go traditional for the festival. Oh, okay. I just thought because there's so many people probably waiting for tattoos that that this way it takes a long time. People know the deal. Most of the booths around here are also still doing the stick and poke. It's okay. Tradition. You wouldn't understand. Poke away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it works. What do you know? You grow out of a cabbage patch. <laughs> That's true. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, he he does kind of engage in a nice chat with you about like where the tradition came from, nice. why they still kind of stick to it. It's less of like a, you have insulted me and Mora. Thank you for the suggestion I do already have. Here's why I'm not doing it. Okay. Kind of thing. Just like a let's chat about it rather than let me tell you why you're a dick. Yeah. Now I know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, clearly you're not from here. Let's have a chat about it as opposed to just straight up minotaur splaining. <laughs> you guys probably notice, like, as we've all finished up in our tattoos, just this very subtle kind of like you feel like a small energy link to Yuri and Yuri back to you but you and you're not sure if all you guys feel it um, but basically now with these tattoos Yuri has kind of a connection to whether you guys have been knocked out or not like that you're okay like in case you're separated or whatever I don't know how far the range is obviously but it's five feet <laughs> figures um, <laughs> but with the and Yuri will explain this look I'm I appreciate you guys getting these. these. These mean a lot. You know, we are entangled with each other, and I figured this is a really good way to symbolize that. But also, there is a connection between these tattoos. If you're ever seem to be in trouble or hurt, I'll be able to tell. Okay. Because I, I want to help. I want. I want to look out for you guys and my friends. Also, and if you press all the tattoos at the same time, <laughs> you all explode. <laughs> I want to make it clear, Ethan got his right around his forearm, <laughs> rather than his arm. Nice. And I think Yuri will have put the Minotaur Gunnar one, like, right in the center, like, right over his heart on his chest. That's where Yuri would get his. Wherever the brand is that I have, I think, uh, mm -hmm. I would get it, like, opposite, or somehow... Well, this, yeah. this would be the first time any of us see this brand, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the brand is quite easily concealed because it had to be, um, and it would right. probably have been on the inside of your dominant hand wrist. So presumably for Gunnark on like his right wrist, kind of middle-ish of the forearm, so like most clothes would cover it. Yeah. So I guess I'd get it. Even uncovered, it's not super, super noticeable. It's not like super heavy branding that this person has been a terrible person and everyone knows this person is branded. It's just like, you've been marked. Right. So I, I will do, uh, I'll do it on the other wrist. Same location. Nice. Okay. So yeah, and as, as these kind of finish up, Blue kind of leans over to Yuri and just this time no charge just uh if you can grab me some wild thorn wonder though I'll take that as some payment I literally pull out two we'll two it. already like roll guns and hand to them like you know you know you don't even have to ask thank you very much no problem within both lips <laughs> <and> leans back <laughs> uh and also we still cool here at the end of the festival to start that phone project? I could still do that if you want. Heck yeah. And cool, cool, cool. Uh, Go eat some food. Yeah, back sounds good. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, whilst the rest of them have been doing this, seeing that Mary gets very fidgety, 
when she doesn't have anything to focus on, Toma's like dragged Mary to the side, is sat like cross-legged on the floor with her, is like, okay, tell me everything. I want to hear from your side what's been happening ever since you met Yuri. And be real, how many times has he screwed up? Because he definitely wouldn't tell me that. Okay. <laughs> like, he tells me some of them, but like, he's not gonna say, oh, I tripped and fell flat on my face and everybody laughed. Like, why would he tell me that? So, there's one time we were chasing these bad guys that had kidnapped some people and we're gonna sacrifice them and uh there was this great big box and uh yuri unlocked it with his hand and let out uh a bad god thing that wants to destroy the world you know he told me about this and somehow i'm really not surprised yeah <laughs> Uh, like, I feel like I should be a lot more worried than I am. Oh, no, we got I'm it. It'll be really fine. not yeah. surprised that, of all people, Yuri would be the one to accidentally unleash an ancient evil on the world. I mean, if not him, me, right? I mean, let's be... Yeah. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. But, uh... No, he... he boy, he, uh... We were on these airship... There was an airship battle. It was really cool. And he, like, came out of... That sounds really fun blood my blood people's blood he just came out of he was like Poof, and suddenly he was there and he had like this weird red armor and then he like kicked ass just like all over the place it was crazy so did everybody else but he came out of blood that was the, just like what holds thing. up a finger and slowly leans back to you where are you getting armor from that's not from me it, uh <laughs> it's Monster. it's not it's it's magic armor mom it's it's uh that's... i'll allow it <laughs> <laughs> leans back to Mary. <laughs> and you see, uh, Mary, you'll, you would probably know this, just because I feel you're good at recognizing Yuri's, like, body changes, like, physical and emotional changes. When you see that Toma had asked about armor, he was really tense, and then when, or, like, really tense when he turned to, she turned to him, but once she only asked about the armor, you see him kind of, like, relax. Mm-hmm. Like, she did, de- he definitely thought he, she was going to ask about something else. Okay. Um, Ethan probably would have noticed this too with his passive insight. Yeah, definitely. Quite decent. Then uh, no. Gunnar's just like. Yeah. I'm the one I in like the chair drink. at the moment. <laughs> yeah, Gunnar's preoccupied, trying. No one else showed any sign of pain. Yeah. <laughs> the minute this needle went in, Gunnar was like, "Ooh, okay." Yeah. Well, and he <laughs> and like as someone who has tattoos, got in such a painful place near the wrist. Yeah. <laughs> Gunnar has so focused right now on trying not to show any pain because no one else did <laughs> it's been a long time since i got the brand so i'm just like mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and like blue kind of gives you that like knowing nod <laughs> just like it's all good like slyly slides you something to like grip onto with your other hand <laughs> did you guys uh, find out anything else while i was gone though or research wise like Maybe some of our stuff intertwines. Oh yeah, we did. And Mary will update. And also... Ooh, blah, blah, blah. Ah. <laughs> and as well, this whole time while she's been talking to you, Mary, um, she kind of finishes it now and just holds it out to you. Doesn't say anything, Mary. She just... Toma just holds out this kind of small flower crown. Aww. She'd been slowly weaving together. Thank you. 
And she'll put it on her head and the spiders will all, like, grab onto it. <laughs> Hold it. You're the kind of person who likes- I, you know, my- I can't really do this for my- my daughter and kind of, like, leans in a bit closer to Mary and says daughter a bit quieter and you- you do kind of get, like, a little bit of a sense she doesn't say it too loud so Yuri might not necessarily have heard it. It's nice to have uh, someone to do these. Uh, or like kind of outgrew these things. I mean, I can do it for Yuri. Yuri likes them. Yeah. But it's not the same. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. It's very pretty. So are you. No, I think it's kind of like... <laughs> nudges your chin a bit. <laughs> One time, Yuri punched me so hard I almost knocked out. Yuri! <laughs> it was for a competition. It was. it was the rules. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> she took it like a champ. Wait, it was... I was the winner? And then Yuri came over and was like, okay, I'm going to challenge you. And then he just, Kluck! and I was like, Kluck! and then it was fine. <laughs> he does get very competitive. You know, you know that competition we have where we like headbutt each other like five times, then we take like two drinks as fast as we can? Yes. It's kind of like that, but the reverse. You, you, you have a drink, you drink it as fast as you can. And if you're the first one, you get to punch the other person. Sounds weird. I don't like it. It's, but it's interesting. It's interesting. I, I think some of the dwarves here in town might know. Hmm. Do they have a thing against people using metal arms? Uh, prob <laughs> yeah, prob probably should use your, your normal arm, Mom. Does it really make a difference? <laughs> no, not with that freight train you pack. That's a good point. I should go back and challenge them again. <laughs> In the research, you guys have found out like Wildthorn might be involved, um, which will bring Yuri to real quick, kind of like be like, "Oh yeah, uh, there might be a tie with Wildthorn." We'll, we'll talk about that tonight, though. We are, we we're kind of close. Well, with our ship, we're close to to one of the one of the spots that we oh, should check out. Oh yeah. Let's, like I said, we'll, we'll, we can discuss all that in, in a little more non-public setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll ask Toma real quick. I, I can't remember, were you finishing up the, the new helmet, or was that uh, someone else? Uh, that was someone else. I, I made the helmet, but I don't fuck with the magics. Perfect. I'll uh, I'll stop by there later and take it out. You guys, wait till you see this thing. It is so cool. Ethan, you're gonna be impressed. It's like, I kinda got some inspiration from you for it. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Hey, uh, what do you call this <laughs> drink? This thing is amazing. Uh, can I see it real quick? There's so many. Uh, Yuri smells it a little bit. There are a lot of different <laughs> ones. Like, each one has a different color cup. Yeah. Uh, Yuri kinda smells it real quick. Oh, you got, uh, you got the, the Black Beauty. It's actually distilled and refined black flower nectar. Well, it goes Nectars. down smooth, at least to me. Told you. Very dangerous if you get it wrong. Oh, definitely. You see, the nectar is what actually, right? Uh, the nectar is what becomes the poison, or is it the poison helps make the nectar? I can never remember. Well, the, the flower in and of itself produces the poison in its thorns. Generally, when we're making the blackthorn poison, we crush up the thorns. Uh, but the nectar and the stem are very good for medicine. Mm. Uh, the petals, great for decoration. <laughs> and some flavoring. You know, they're quite sweet. Well, it tastes good. Thanks. Oh yeah, Sorry. Yuri, check this out. <clears throat> and then he, uh, he lifts up his shawl a little bit to kind of show his arms now. 
and uh, kind of shows off the new gauntlet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the new gauntlet. Ethan's new custom armor. Custom armor, yeah. So, yeah, so pretty much everyone else for the quick release armor, you guys all have, or, well, Ethan and Mary <laughs> have, like, a small disc on their chest. Um, and I'm assuming everyone has the armor disengaged right now because you're at a festival. Um, oh, yeah, that's silly. Ethan's kind of has this, like, almost like shoulder harness in a way. There's straps that kind of come over his shoulder to the disc, and then as he kind of turns around, you see they strap as well to almost like a coil on his back, like a reel of steel cabling that runs, now that he shows you, that runs kind of down one arm through these small loops into these, like, metallic-looking gauntlets. I'm getting very, like... Airbender, metalbender, like <laughs> sense. <laughs> no, but check it out. That was my exact inspiration. So then uh, Ethan kind of points out his arm, at least one of his arms, because it's attached to both of his arms. Um, points out one arm and aims at. I guess I don't even know what to aim at. I mean, this thing is. There, there are like the ropes with the lanterns above you everywhere. Okay, so then he aims up at one of those. <laughs> or there's food if you wanted to aim at some food. Uh, or people. <laughs> or people. <laughs> you can kill a man. Go ahead. <laughs> I give you permission. No. Um. Ethan just aims up right up the right up at the like the one of the edges of the, um, I guess you could say buildings to kind of grapple towards. Yeah. So, there's there's some buildings nearby. Yeah. There's tents. There's. So he'll he'll all manner. He'll he'll point to one of the corners of the of the buildings nearby, and kind of just releases mm-hmm. it. Okay, so you watch as he seems to, like, squeeze his fist a little, and a small spike shoots from the top of his wrist, and with the cable trailing behind it, as it rockets up into the air, smaller spikes kind of extend from it, and it... Like a little grappling hook onto the edge of the building. And then I reel it in, and I zip up to that corner. That was awesome. It's isn't it? Yelling this from the roof. It's incredibly badass. Holy shit, man. This is definitely going to be something useful. <laughs> Can I get a look at that at some point? <laughs> Shouts Toma from the floor. Then he, uh, Ethan jumps right back down. Or zips his back. I don't know how high I'm at, but zips right back down. Not particularly high. Okay. I mean, we're, we're in full RP right now. Yeah, I wouldn't make right. roll for the land. Hardcore, hardcore, and they can get down. And then uh, Ethan comes up to Toma. Yeah, take a look. Oh, yes. <laughs> and she's just, like, turning it over in her hands as much as she can without, like, twisting <laughs> your whole arm. <laughs> because, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, careful, 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 careful. <laughs> so cable runs all the way. Interesting. This is... Very simple arcano mechanics, but also very sophisticated at the same time. And kind of like turns every. Is this from Mordothak? It is. Nice. You see here, and like kind of wrenches Ethan's arm up ah. into the air, ah. and you can see like <laughs> the Mordothak crest, very like very slightly engraved in, just as it as it catches the mm. light on the inside of the wrist. I didn't know. Voila. Maker's mark. <laughs> oh, sorry. Realizes she's quite a bit taller than you, and let's go. Ah, thanks. Oh. Uh, while Toma and Ethan are like in depth about the armor, uh, you're saying, uh, Guns, can, can I talk to you for a second? 
So you're from Frostreach, uh, right? <laughs> carries on with Ethan. Yeah. Uh, so you know that that thing you can do where you like look like other people. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I have a possible lead that I think you'd be interested in, and it's kind of history. It, I don't know if it pertains to the group or not. I mean, all of us can come, obviously, but uh, we would need possibly you to look like someone else to get in, or, yeah, can, can you still do that? No. Shit. Okay, <laughs> Ethan well, overheard um, and kind of came over and was like, yeah, um, anything like that, I'll, I'll gladly take that role from here on out. Yeah, I, uh, just me. That's it. That's all I got. Toma kind of looks down at me. You just left in the middle of a group. <laughs> <laughs> so, the idea... Hi. So, hey, we just need... It could still work, I think. I, Yeah, because I can describe them pretty good for what I think would help us. But, Gund, I need, like, we still need you to, like... Because you, you can still pretend you're someone else, right? Even though you don't work like someone else? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can... If you could, I, what are you talking? There's so I could crouch if, down. <laughs> if we go to the like public records office, there's a section that has like the kind of secretive rumor, like confirm. Anyway, I asked about it once and I got thrown out. They said like you need a special permit to know about that stuff. Anyway, I learned there's someone rumored to be locked under wild porn. But we need, like, to be important to access to whether or not that is true type of thing. Does that make sense? Three separate brain clips. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need to go say, like, I'm from Thistlewood, or I'm from the City of Beasts, and I need to know about this information right now, or something like that. Right, no, I'm still stuck on the fact that if... If there's a restricted section of a public records office, then it's not really a public records it's, office. It's restricted to, like, but, the proper permits. Does that make sense? Right, so it's a. you might argue that that's private unless you have... It's fine. Um, Look, we don't do everything so, right here sometimes, alright? It's okay. You want me to what? Just... Get us to be it. Who's locked under wild? Though? I don't know. It. I couldn't find out like names. I know it's rumored they were part of this old guild that used to operate in Faltis and called uh, called the relics and remnants. And what they did particularly was when they were founded, they were they like would find incredibly powerful magic objects and keep them hidden and protect them from like the wrong hands. Um, they have found stuff, and like it fell apart, and they, but then they got remade. They're now the uh, they're called like the Iron Iron Guard and stuff. But it's rumored that one of the old members, one of the still like relics and remnants, like went insane, is locked under water. I don't know if the magic items have any, or, you know, are entangled with. Uh, like envy and all them, but it's possible. It's possible. All right, where is it? I'll go. Uh, I'll go get it. 
It is. Go find him? I don't. Am I trying to. Are we breaking this person out or just trying to get I, like a. I think we need to confirm that this person even exists first. And the record office would have all the records. If. Because I will say Wildborn is very. So there was this time in our history, uh, in Minotaur history, shortly after the clans got exiled, where after a few years in Faltees, this one Minotaur guy was angry and wanted to like take back what was his and fell into some dark stuff and so like that take is back what is ours you hear in your head Yuri. you know he wanted to see the minotaurs whole again and then years later whatever happened he's used basically as a nighttime tale to like scare children now um, but this relics and remnants found proof that he did actually exist. So, like, I don't know what exactly information, but it seems it's old, it's ancient knowledge, like, it could definitely tie into all this. So I think we need to prove that this person from Relic and Remnants exists and is locked away underneath Wildborn first. That's what the records office will be for. Alright, now, uh, which you want to leave me there? I figured like, we could all go there together. Like, I can, like, be like I'm there for other reasons, and then you, Mary, and Ethan can, like, go in. Alright. Cool. I know it's our best time will probably be in a day or two. Like, obviously, not right now, because this is right now we're in the hype of the festival, basically. So. Which is the perfect time to go. No one will be there to help us. I'll be close. Or we could break in, I guess. Yeah. That sounds about so. Uh, leans down to marriage. Do they do this often? Just have conversations by themselves without you? Oh, yeah, but it's fine because we never follow any of them. Look, so we have the eating contest in like 30 minutes. Yeah. That's the <laughs> highlight of the night. Conversation. <laughs> we, could, we could do it tonight. You're, you're right, guns. If we if we go like halfway through the competition that Tom was going to be in, right after that is like today's award ceremony. Like, so it's going to be big festival. I, I'm I, Ethan. Are you yeah. down? Uh, yeah, let, let's definitely do it. Let me just put this drink down. I can't drink any more than if we're going to break in. Got to stay on my top game. <laughs> I got to pee. <laughs> Yuri, I don't know. Um, I feel like maybe you should stay at the festival. Um, just seeing as, uh, I don't know, I feel like you're very loud, both visually and odd, odd, just everything. You're, At this point, Yuri's gonna, gonna like, made of bones. Yuri's gonna be like, it's like, point out to the festival crowd real quick, so Guns, like, follows his finger, and you see, like, for the first time, really, Yuri does not stand out at all. He look. Not. He looks like a hand, like more than a handful of these other minotaurs. You will notice the thing that is different about Yuri that does make him stick out a little bit is his art, particularly the satyr horns. That's the only recognizable thing. Well, I, I, yeah, I there's, think there's other satyr around, but none of them have the weird combo of minotaur and satyr like Yuri does. Yeah. Well, what if? Um... I think Gunnar is going somewhere with this. Is uh, I mean, you've always wanted to perform in front of everybody. What if you and Mary perform, put on a big show, bring more attention to the center, while Guns and I sneak in? 
I'm just saying, you know, I have a particular set of skills, <laughs> and your set of skills are different from that. And Ethan has a similar set of skills as I do, if not honestly, probably better. Um, no, I like, I like, I, I, you're right. In hindsight, before hindsight, you're gonna be right because I do. You're, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. In foresight. In foresight. Yeah, that, that's think. the word. I think. I don't know. Um, sure. So let's. Sh should you be involved in this conversation? Like, are you the one who stops them getting killed? Like, do you need to be there? I. I, let, I mean, feel I, free to join in. Like, they're they're talking about breaking into a government building. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> You, you go join them in the comfort. I'll Guys, just chill by myself and pretend go? I'm hearing nothing. We're gonna steal the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. <laughs> the Declaration of Minotaur Independence. Yuri will like actually look around and realize Barry's not there now at this point. <laughs> like, because of how- Oh, uh, Mom, can I- can I take Mary, please? No, you really showed up about five minutes ago. You've been talking this whole time without I'm, her. I got excited, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, what are we doing? We'll see you at the we'll Plan. see you at the competition. Yeah. Do we want to make this not into the middle of the street? Like, let's. You said you had some place to go, right, Yuri? Let's go. Yeah. A place. Perfect. Well, uh, and you guys can yeah. will follow me to Tom's workshop. Because uh, this this festival is taking place in the Vine District. That's very much the place for this kind of festival. So, not too far to Tom's workshop. Perfect. Uh, and you guys see now it's like a rather big workshop. Looks like it's started out. You can see where like the first bit of the workshop was, was like their shed, but then it just grew and kind of took over the house that was next to it. Um, and you see Yuri kind of walk up and you see like an anvil, small anvil set on the ground next to the door. And Yuri kind of like, you see him push like the sharp end of the anvil in and the top kind of pops open and he pulls out the key. He's like, you, you guys didn't see that. And he unlocks the door. Nope. Welcome to my childhood home, everybody. Hey, cool. And once inside, I will lock the door and drop the key in a little sheet that will carry it back out to the handle. Nice. Uh, so... I'm everywhere. You can't hide from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Yeah, Booker's not in there with you. I feel like I need to clarify every time I joke about Booker being somewhere that he's not actually in that place. Oh, man. Alright, what, what shenanigans are we... So I have a lead that there might be someone locked under Wildhorn that may or may not exist that could be a good lead for stuff we're doing. Guns had the idea of me and you performing after the competition, before the award ceremony, to make a big crowd and draw everybody in, while Guns and Ethan go to the records office and try to find the information about whether the person exists. This is slowly turning into Bleak Falls Barrow. <laughs> well, when I say fetch, I actually mean okay. delve into a dangerous ruin in search of something which may or may not actually be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh Well, let's uh 
I'm, oh, I love to perform. Uh, we can do cool. that. So at this point, Yuri will kind of like crudely draw, like, here's the here's where we are, here's where the public records office is, just so you know how to get there. But then on the back piece of that paper, he'll draw like, uh-huh. you know, here's the front door, you're going to take... The worst schematics you've ever <laughs> seen in your life. <laughs> I like to think Yuri can at least clearly convey, like, this is at least how you get to the section. I don't know oh, where, yeah. yeah. But like... The, it ain't pretty. Yeah. The artistic <laughs> flair is somewhat lacking. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know, you know, the name of the person or anything like that. I would know it would be anything to do with relics and the remnants, and uh, anything that has to do with knowledge of the foul, foul one. And then what? What's the name of the? You said they like changed the name of the relics and remnants or something to, uh, to uh, the Iron Brand. There is still a relics and remnants guild, okay. but the original one that you were following that kind of thread of. The rumor was they survived and continued as the Iron, the Brand. Iron Brand. Okay, so those are the two names: the Iron Brand and the relics and remnants. And the foul, yeah, the foul one, the foul yeah. one. Okay, that's what we refer to them as. So I don't know if it'll be like someone the foul, the foulness of whatever is like their real name. You know, maybe they're a bird person. But every way I've seen it, it meant foul isn't like bad. They could be a bad person, <laughs> or the dread horn. Yeah, Yuri. In my head. Yes. Yuri just kind of. You've got two whole people in your head. <laughs> Yuri just kind of shakes his head at hearing the dreadhorn. Alright, well, I guess we can go and uh, see what's what. And, uh... You guys are ruining my plans for the session! Ah! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Your fun needs to be my fun. <laughs> Ethan, you're more of the uh, good at looking for things. Uh, so I think I'm going to kind of... I'll if, if there's someone working there, that'll be my job. But you got to find the stuff because I'm not too good at that. All right. <clears throat> I can definitely do that. But are you sure you're okay with uh, this whole disguise thing? Oh, I mean, I don't... I'll just, I'm just gonna walk in there. All right. As me. Sounds good to me. Well, I'm down. Yeah, I mean, I don't really see why they would have any reason to believe that I have any ill will. Because uh, I'm new here. And at this so. point, Yuri will describe to Ethan what type of minotaur he needs to look like, which is one that is average height, uh, black fur pattern with a couple small white spots black high and tight hair and purple eyes like that and he emphasizes purple eyes is literally the key thing you have to get right for sure um and basically yuri lets you guys know that who he's describing is his stepfather who is on the council of wild And, like, says, 
uh, is kind of got a deep voice, not too not too dissimilar from your own voice, Ethan, but just with a little of our accent in with it, and I think it will be fine. But if you can pose as him, they call him Council Member Goldman. Is how everyone will work. But if you can go posing as him and saying like, "Here's guns," this visitor from, don't say Thistlewood, obviously, don't say that. That's, that's not the. But be like, I want to permit him to look at some of the stuff. He's and go from there. Like he's part of research from uh, the City of Beasts or something. Probably not City of Beasts because you're kind of skinny. Let's go with uh, Mordothek. I've got some clothes I can put on. Perfect. I'm just here, like, this all before Ethan just rocks up to this place. It's like, yes, hello, is me, council member Goldhorn. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. <laughs> if you should run in, I don't think there'll no be No need to question it, definitely me. <laughs> I am from Wildthorn. <laughs> okay, um, let me see. So, how am I introducing Gunnark? Uh, from Ordothak? You could say this is like a emissary from Ordothak looking to do some research or something. Alright. I don't think you'll run into anybody, because Gamark makes a good point, with this being super busy, no one may be there. And, um, I know that your father's called the council member Golden Horn, but just in case they ask for his real name. Uh, Zeth. Z I F F. Or Zeef, I guess, is how other people might say it. Zeef, okay. Alright, I think, uh, I think we got it. Should I, um, at least try looking like him really quick? Yeah, let's. I can, I'm probably sure I can find some pictures too, so from my description, try and I'll try and find a couple pictures. Alright, um,. I'll just wait for you. Easy to enough to find pictures. Pictures, yeah. Yeah, I show you a few different ones actually, and they I find. Do you want me to do insert a roll? Or probably not. Much. No, right. it's more than easy enough. Right. You've seen Yuri's grab. Toma would probably at least have one of like the whole family, just so that when people walk into the shop, it's like, yeah, haha, I'm with a council member. Yeah. There's good stuff in here, clearly. <laughs> so you see Yuri's I'm grab, like high caliber. My Yuri's grab, it's like. Three pictures of just Zeef and actually at different angles um, and whatnot. And then you do see he does have one's a fan. Ass shot. <laughs> you do see one. <laughs> Very important to get the ass yeah, Is a family for it. <laughs> uh, family photo. Don't that is fit. wild Thorn's ass. <laughs> and you see you see Toma, you see Zeef, you see Yuri, and you see Yuri kind of like how he looks now, and maybe just. 10-ish years younger, not maybe not even quite 10, like maybe 6 years younger, and you see next to him a smaller minotaur male that has, like, blue and purple in his hair, but not mohawked up, it's just kind of shaggy and long, um, standing also next to Yuri. Alright, uh, these should do. Then, uh, Ethan basically starts, uh, forming into him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, as far as I remember, the changeling stuff is literally just, you yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Which sucks now for Ethan... DMs, but... <laughs> now Ethan appears as... it down to that uh... performance check and the deception. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The council member Golden Horn. 
I'm going to also write an illusory note okay. uh, using illusory script and uh, have it be from the council uh, that I met in Mordothak okay. and like looking into the attack on Promethea because, you know, Promethea had just been docked in Mordothak and all, all of that. As, and so as part of the this... illusory script, if Yuri looks at it, it just says Yuri is an idiot over and over and over. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man, this is going to be Don't worry, Yuri, I will not. Pranked again. You got pranked again. Yuri is dumb. Yuri smells like poop. Mary rules. <laughs> Wait, did Mary Whee! write this or was it me? Yuri is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Yuri, um, the only downfall right now, I know I look like your father now, or stepfather. St st uh, st stepfather, just stepfather. Stepfather. Um, the only downfall is I, I've never heard him speak, so I may have to just make up his voice. You said he sounds somewhere similar to me. Yeah, like with, yeah, with you with a uh, Valkyrian accent, I honestly think you'll be fine. He doesn't talk a lot, so people don't have, like, a good understanding of his voice. You know what I mean? Think, Sorry. think a little more. A, I'm a, I'm I'll Zeef. tell you that, bitch. This is my world. <laughs> I am the Golden Council member, Golden Horn, like that. I think that works pretty well, actually. It's like looking in the mirror. Uh, <laughs> uh, hold on, real quick, because I notice you you still have on your clothes. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to do a roll and see if there's maybe by chance some of his clothes left here? It's fine, there will be. Alright. Uh, you see Yuri there's kind no of... There's no point rolling for it, we just might as well. Alright. You see Yuri kind of I picks up... Like at this point, it's like an Ethan proportioned version of Zeef until he can change clothes so he right, won't right. destroy his brand new stuff. Yeah. Hence why Ethan doesn't use it himself. a lot. <laughs> uh, you see Yuri come out with the this kind of like robes and pants that are kind of kind of think like baggy-ish but like on purpose i don't know the correct term and stuff um flowy. yeah flowy uh you see it's all primarily like purple with some gold accents and whatnot um and you see on the chest piece there is the logo of the wild thorn clan and it's like solid gold embroidery these are these these are little out of date, like they change up their kind of designs every few years, but it's not uncommon for to see someone in older designs. All right, um, I'll uh, door opens and Zeef walks in, just stares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Spider Man meme. <laughs> Who is this imposter? <laughs> what is uh, was there like a typical accent in Mordothak or not really. I know that a lot of the dwarves yeah, have like a specific predominantly way. dwarven and that would as a result be the predominant accent. Mm. That kind of stereotypical yeah. Scottish dwarf that I can't really do much other of like it <laughs> because my accents aren't great. <laughs> so this is all of my dwarves. But, you know, some of them would probably sound a bit more like Brum Drum. Some of them would sound like other regions of Scotland that I can't do. Um, mm -hmm. Wonderful. <laughs> and then some of the humans had kind of similar, like, a mixture of 
Oh, I'm standard fantasy human with the Scottish kind of thing. Um, some more American-y accents, I just don't do them much because I just default to standard British fantasy male one in <laughs> video game <Yeah>. choices. <laughs> and then uh, Ethan goes and uh, gets dressed and then uh, bulks up a bit inside the clothing <laughs> and then uh, comes nice. out and presents himself. Alright, this time you've gone into a different room, but last time you were like, yeah. hey, someone cover me up, I'm gonna strip down and try and turn into a dragon in the middle yeah. of the <laughs> That was, that was, that was uh, because he was you know, influenced with alcohol, yeah. so... Just a little. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> He's not used to it, you know, he doesn't drink daily. Where yeah. is my son? Yuri, where are you? <laughs> How's it possible? I think I think we can do this, guys. To Yuri, it's possible. <laughs> okay. Um. So I just I'm helping distract. Yeah. We're hoping guns can get in and out. I think so. And, and input is definitely welcome. If it's Mary, you like, I'd li like to think you think uh, that. I I feel you're a better strategist than myself, Mary. So. Uh well, we need to have. We need to be close by in case people start coming back, or if there's like, I don't can, like, are there alarms like magical or otherwise? Not, not that I know of, but things, I'm. Or you want to take some spiders with you? Uh, I could take a couple of spiders and send them back to you if something goes wrong. Okay, yeah, let's do that. That's a good one. Um, Mitch slowly realizing there's so many ways these spiders can break the game. <laughs> They're slow, so... They're slow. They're small. Yeah. But there's just so many opportunities for you to totally exploit what these spiders can do. Um, yeah, I mean, I've also got a couple of ways to get us out of dodge if, you know... Okay. Uh, I'll have to go back to the ship. History is the day everyone watched Council Member Goldhorn flying through the sky. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I go get if I go get new buddy, he can help me with the distraction. Because I mean, come on. Um, what happens if guns does get busted? Are we talking like we're just gonna have to bail him out? Do you guys have some kind of like? end of festival burn all the criminals and that's gonna be a thing <laughs> as far as i know what will happen is uh during the festival all criminal proceedings all and whatnot crime is legal <laughs> no all crime proceedings like in front of the council the trials are put off till after the festival so we would have if worst case scenario they get the bug they get nabbed one my stepdad is on the council um, and I would be lying if I didn't say I may have attempted something like this in my youth for fun. So, um, it's, it all depends on how they get caught. Like if they're just in the section, they may get like a fine, but if they're caught like with the material, I don't know. I didn't get that far. I don't think they'll be executed. Like everyone has a trial here and everything. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's just do what we do best. Split or split. And you go do your thing and well, I'll distract and then we'll we'll just um um 
All right. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're welcome to tag along, I guess. But uh, like, it was mostly the like. Yuri's loud. Yeah. <laughs> and not the quietest. And you, you'll be, you'd be fine. I mean, you're honestly better at looking for things than I am. But well, if you're take, you're gonna take Ethan though. He's great at looking for stuff. Right, yeah. that's the thing. It's like I think this is really Ethan's thing. I'm there to like do the talking if there's someone there, and then if not, I'm just gonna kind of like stand watch right. and help a little bit. Yeah. Okay. As long as we all are on the same page, we know what we're gonna do. If if something happens, then Yuri and I, uh, and and new buddy can all uh, pretend like ah, I'm in pain or something and distract again. Well, just multiple layers of distraction. We'll, we'll get this together. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. We've been through rough, rougher spots. Yeah, I think if at most Ethan would just kind of just take some of his normal rope, just in case he does have to tie somebody mm-hmm. off. But we put that on right around, hiding right on his backside, looped around his waist or something. Mm-hmm. And his second dagger, not to kill somebody, but his second dagger mainly for the fragment that's stored inside. And I mean, if somebody has to fucking die, then like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right? Look, like I'm from here, guys. Let's try really hard not to kill anybody. I will try really hard not to kill any anybody <laughs> or like any and no an, anybody anybody no people, no people that they can be knocked out. That's fine. Oh. Wonderful. All but right. Please don't kill anyone. Because I would like to come home after this adventure is all said and done. Well, of course. We, and plus, we don't want to get any uh, trouble with the council. The real council, that is. You'd, you, I feel you'd be surprised at how much you can get away with sometimes. It's not surprising. I've been getting away with stuff for like a <laughs> long time. So it's. <laughs> all right let's do all it right. then yeah sweet so as you guys split and i believe mary and yuri are making their way to the band one of the bands yeah. to start playing a little yeah, distraction it, correct yeah whichever one is closest to the building mm-hmm. so we can because we'll be elevated so we can kind of keep an eye At least on one side of it. Yeah, I mean... It's hard. This would be in a different district of the city. (laughs) The records building. Um, Which does pose a slight problem. Um, Yeah, how are we just... Like, there's a festival going on. How are we going to create a diversion in a different district? Like, there's a whole festival going on. Originally, I did just propose that we go now because there is an entire festival. (laughs) Jesus. You should just both come. But don't come into the building. Just like, you know what I mean? You can be. I'll be be outside if you need me. Right. Now, uh, Yuri, uh, before we go in, (laughs) is there any way that uh, you guys greet each other or the council greet? I didn't really think about that until now. Uh, Since you would, if you run into anybody that. Isn't the council member? There's nothing special. You can like just shake their hand. That's fine. I do know council members uh, greet each other by doing a simple headbutt and then shaking hands. Okay. Like not hard enough to hurt them, obviously, but 
just like Yuri kind of like demonstrates how hard he thinks they do. And it's like a, a kind of like a light tap. A little bit harder than they actually do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do. Cool. So, with that then, as you all start to head to the Green Arc Ward of Wildthorn, we will go ahead and end the session there. Perfect, because i got to work on my uh, Russian accent. <laughs> thank you so much for listening remember the easiest way to find all of our links is at practicalheroes.com please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash practical heroes to help us to continue to deliver awesome content and start to raise production quality. All money goes straight back into our shows. If you're hungry for more Practical Heroes D&D, why not check out our weekly livestream on Fridays at 9pm EST, Voldonia by Starlight, over on Twitch and YouTube. That's all for now, remember to share us with your friends, and we'll see you next time.